Did the future become a little more bright for Arizona State Sun Devils football? We're going to talk about that in just a moment on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you would like to check us out in a visual platform, but wherever you do get those podcasts, make sure that you hit like and subscribe. Turn on those notifications so you get an update every time we post new content, which will be Monday through Friday again, now that we are in season. Also, if you're looking to stay up to date on everything Arizona State, make sure that you are following along with the All Sun Devils page on Sports Illustrated. Follow me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 to stay in touch with everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Hopping into today's conversation now. 2023. I know this is way, way out. Considering we are a month away from Arizona State Sun Devils football, what on earth are we doing? Talking about 2023, when 2022 is right around the corner. Well, the reason why I bring this up is because Arizona State has gotten two more commits to their 2023 class. Before we even get to them, we need to talk about 2023. It it is a real gleaming issue right now. Because with 2023, if you think that there's uncertainty heading into 2022, there is even less heading into 2023. This could be, A, a, again, a brand new roster all over again. But not only that, you could end up having a new coaching staff. We have no idea if Herm Edwards is long for this world or if he's going to be out the door here very, very soon. That is a very realistic possibility that we're facing right now. We don't really know what's going to happen next. So as far as 2023 goes, it could be a very different roster. You are potentially looking at losing Emory Jones at quarterback. For all we know, you know, Paul Tyson and Trenton Borgay could both enter the transfer portal. I mean, nobody's, or uh, at, at least no one's feeling should be hurt is what I'm trying to say, because neither of them were given the starting job that, you know, it looked like maybe they did have that on, on, on a prayer but no longer the case. The running backs could be different. Xavier Valade and Daniel Legata could bolt for the NFL. The offensive line is going to be different. Ben Scott and Ladarius Henderson are in their final years with the program. Defensively, you're going to lose Merlin Robertson and Kyle Soley. They're simply out of eligibility for Arizona State. You're going to be losing Corey Bethley at safety. He's a brand new guy in here anyways. Tamarcus Davis, one of the corners, is probably out the window as well. You are looking at a lot of moving pieces heading into 2023. Now, normally, you might have a little bit of solace and be like, oh, well, the young guys will step up. Here's the problem. You have five guys in your recruiting class right now. Five. Two of them have come within the last few days. This is is a problem. This is a serious problem that needs to be addressed. I understand that there is a year out, more than a year away, 
before we need to truly worry about this. But let's go ahead and put this on our radar of something we need to keep an eye on. Because if this recruiting class doesn't get any bigger, it is it is seriously going to set the program back in ways we can't even begin to imagine. You thought U of A had a down year. Arizona State could be trending that way if they're not able to start turning this corner. Now, we all know that there's a lot of problems with this program right now. And it starts at the top, right? Because a lot of people believe that it it needs to have its hands washed. You know, Ray Anderson, the athletic director, needs to no longer be with the team. Herm Edwards, the head coach, needs to no longer be with the team. There's a lot of thought and there's a lot of sense that is made talking about how the program really needs to just turn a new page and move forward. It makes sense. But with that comes a lot of uncertainty. What's the offense look like? What's the defense look like? Are you losing the guys you brought in? Are you gaining more guys to the program? We, at, at this point, we we don't even have the certainty of who the coach is going to be. It's not like Herm Edwards is coming off a Pac-12 championship and he's locked into his spot for the next three to five years. No, 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 no. We don't even know if Edwards is going to be here by the end of the year. Who knows? You could have such a poor start to the season that Herm Edwards gets canned halfway through. Now, do I think that's going to happen? No, absolutely not. I do not think that that is a possibility. But at the same time, it's not something you can completely rule out because of the state of the Sun Devils right now. There is so much just volatile substance that's going on with this program. You just don't know whether or not everything is going to survive or if it's going to be completely different at the top. Looking at the roster, this could also be completely different, you know. Like I said, you you may have the three quarterbacks you have on this roster right now that are at the top at least, not including some of the other guys below. They could all be gone. Now, granted, you are bringing in Israel Carter, who is a three-star quarterback commit, but nonetheless, you lose Borgay, you lose Tyson, and you lose Jones. That would be completely detrimental to the program. It'd be really hard to rebound and bounce back from that. Meanwhile, defensively, I mean, you're going to lose a good chunk of your secondary again. I believe Kawan Markham is the oldest of the two brothers uh, between him and Keon. So there's the potential that you lose uh, Kawan Markham as well as Tamarcus Davis plus Corey Bethley. You know, you're losing two linebackers again. You're going to lose defensive linemen like Nesta Jade Silvera is going to be gone. Michael Mattis is going to be gone. Uh, there, there, There is a lot of potential change coming to 2023. And because of that change, you're hoping that, you know, you might have the cupboard stocked in the back and that you would be able to bring in some guys to really help rebound your team. Well, unfortunately, as of right now, that is not the case. Right now, you have five guys who have committed to your program for 2023. Yes, there's a lot of time. I get it. That is concerning. You only have five guys and you have, you know, like six-ish months until National Signing Day, something like that. You better hope that you're able to, at a minimum, continue bringing in guys from, from a quantity standpoint. Now, for what it's worth, all five of these guys are three stars. You know, that's not a terrible, terrible bring-in, right? 
that that's solid. Obviously, you wish that you had brought in some four stars. You know, there there's a dream that Arizona State can bring in five stars, but you know that that is just something that never really happens for this program. Very very rarely is Arizona State able to bring in those guys, but nonetheless you don't exactly have a lot of guys coming in. And while I do think that the pieces that are coming in could definitely play a pivotal role for the team, it's not necessarily given that they're going to be these all world beater kind of guys. Obviously we hope that's the case, but we can't necessarily pin down and say like, Oh yeah, you know, the two kids that they got over the last couple of days, plus the other three that have already committed are going to be all Pac-12 guys. We don't know that. And unfortunately, you don't have enough swings at the bat right now with what you do have on the roster, or at least for your recruiting class is what I'm getting at. So a lot of uncertainty for 2023 right now. We don't really know who the coach might be. We don't really know what's going on with the team in terms of the talent that they have. Let's go ahead and hop into our first break. When we return, we're going to continue our conversation here on the 2023 recruiting class and what Arizona State is bringing in. This, of course, is the Locked on Sunnivals podcast. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions will apply. And again, thank you guys so much for making Locked on Sun Devils your first listen every day. Remember, this podcast is free and available on all platforms. Getting back into our conversation now, we're going to look at the guys that we are bringing in. Now, the two most recent additions we have are coming in the forms of uh, Colin, Colin Fight and Marion Atwood. Now, Fight is a defensive lineman coming from Texas, and Atwood is a defensive back, also coming from Texas. Both three-star kids, both potentially going into positions that are going to be, you know, in need of reloading. Looking at the defensive line, I mean, you you are potentially going to be losing uh, Tatala Fesafi, uh, Bamad Miller, and Nessa Jade Silvera due to eligibility. You could could lose Omar Norman Lott if he comes in and just dominates this year the way that I feel like he can. Because if he does, then, I mean, NFL might be calling him. You never know. Michael Mattis is going to be gone for what it's worth, but that's not as big an issue here. And the reason why is because fight is definitely more of a defensive tackle. Now, he's only six foot one, but he is 280 pounds already. 
he's got the frame to continue adding on to that. Not necessarily the height that you want from a defensive tackle, but certainly the build. So with that in mind, he's going to be competing on the interior of the line. Now, is this a nose tackle? Is this a three tack? I'm not really sure. I, I feel like this is a guy who you're probably going to want to shuffle around until you can get a feel for where you want to have him. You are going to have some guys next year who will compete. You do have uh, Robbie Harrison will be probably the biggest guy that you're looking for to establish himself. Uh, Matthew Paula Moa will also be there. And Jalil uh, Rivera Harvey will also be competing for snaps. And then obviously Omar Norman Lott, if he decides to come back next year, that is certainly not a guarantee right now, just depending on how 2022 ends up shaking out for him. This is definitely a very, very important move to continue reloading this defensive line. It's going to be a very different unit next year, not just from the interior, but the outside as well. Like I said, Michael Mattis is going to be on his way out. Uh, there, there's some other guys who have the possibility of no longer being with the team as well. Uh, BJ Green will be back. He's coming off a season where he led the team in sacks with five a year ago. We're all hoping he can continue to build off of a really solid season last year as a true sophomore. But bringing in defensive line depth is a very, very important move for the Sun Devils. Very happy to see that uh, Colin Fight was one of the guys they were able to bring into the program to add to that depth. Also, on the depth conversation, looking at the cornerback room, Marion Atwood is also a guy that's going to be very pivotal for the depth. He's he's a somewhat bigger guy. He's six foot, uh, six foot flat guy, 170 pounds. Definitely some room to add a little bit of weight. This isn't a guy you want at 200 pounds, obviously, but he added you know 10 pounds. I don't think anyone's going to complain. And then obviously dominate or not dominate, but continue to progress as a press corner for the program. Looking at the future of Arizona State. Uh, in the in the defensive backfield, you're you're going to be losing to Marcus Davis. You're going to be losing Kawan Markham uh, due to eligibility stuff. They may have another year for COVID, but I am not 100% positive on that. You're bringing in uh, Roe Torrance as well from Auburn. He potentially could leave the program early depending on how his season shakes out. Keon Markham is another guy in the secondary that is likely going to have a big role uh, for 2022. Looking at 2023, Keon could be back. Roe could be back. Tamarcus and Kawan Markham probably are gone. You have some young guys, too, that you're going to be rolling through. Uh, you got Isaiah Johnson. You got Sadiq Green Jr., Donovan Johnson, uh, some other guys. So those three are going into their sophomore years for 2023. So they're, this is their first year of action this year. We're going to find out whether or not they're going to end up having large roles for the future and they're going to get an opportunity this year. There is a, there is a lot of open snaps to be had for these defensive backs. I expect to Marcus Davis and Kawan Markham and Jordan Clark to probably be the outside and nickel corners respectively. Other than that, I a hundred percent expect there to be a massive rotation to kind of figure out, you know, who, who's the who's the best guy here? Who can we rely on consistently? Who's someone who maybe we don't want to bring out as often or designate him specifically to special teams? Other guys, you got RJ Reagan, Connor Lewis, T. Lee, Alfonso Taylor, Gene Boyd, the third, and some other guys as well. So looking at 2023, there's a lot of depth. That's the good news. The bad news, 
as of now is you don't know what's there. You know the players. You don't know whether or not these guys are ballers or if they're liabilities. You're going to find out. But if you come to find out that you have way more liabilities than you have reliable playmakers, well, then it's a really good thing that you're bringing in Atwood. Now, if it turns out you have a lot of really good players, then Atwood becomes depth that you get to stash and develop. Arizona State's done a very good job with their defensive backs over the course of its history. You know, it's, this would be a great situation to have where you, I don't, I don't know, maybe you have Roe Torrance really step it up in his first year with the program. Maybe, maybe T. Lee or Isaiah Johnson are able to step up. I'm just pulling names, honestly. There's a lot of depth here to like. Even when you're losing Kwan Markham to Marcus Davis, maybe Keon Markham departs as well. You know, when even with losing all of that, there is still lots of young depth here. And Atwood is just another guy that you get to add on here. Wow, that kind that kind of rhymed a little bit, but neither here nor there. Overall, this is this is good additions for the Sun Devils with these two ads. Now this goes along with quarterback uh, Israel Carter. You also have linebacker R.L. Miller and safety Chase Davis. We're going to talk about all of them in the third and final segment of the podcast. But for now, we're going to go ahead and hop into our second and final break of the podcast. We'll be back in just a moment. This is the Locked on Sunnables podcast. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are absolutely depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's good for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new chocolate dough or cookie, cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. It's so good. What's great about Built is that they're, all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com right now and use the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Make sure that you guys are staying in the loop on everything Pac-12 and listen to the Locked On Pac-12 podcast hosted by, by my good friend Spencer McLaughlin. Get all your Pac-12 news in 30 minutes or less. Make it your second listen of the day. Looking at this 2023 recruiting class, five players right now, four on the defensive side of the ball, one at quarterback. 
if if you if you really had to narrow it down to five five uh positions to add on to for what it's worth Arizona State fans those are those are the five positions that you would be most worried about Arizona State has done a pretty good job with their running backs even if Valade and Nagata depart for the NFL you still have Deontay Elliott and you still have Tevin White George Hart the third is also there as well so you've got some depth at running back the offensive line you would like to see some more depth come in but Arizona State has a lot of young guys like Isaiah Glass is there as well there's going to be a nice shuffle on the offensive line to figure out what's going to work tight end I can't remember the last time we had a great tight end but Jalen Conyers and Messiah Swinson likely aren't going anywhere wide receiver definitely some questions but Cam Johnson does have another year of eligibility if he would like to come back. Brian Thompson will be gone. Andre Johnson can come back as well. Outside of that, there's a lot of mystery there too. So you definitely wish that you could bring in some receivers. That's that is definitely on the top of the needs list for the team. Defensively, you probably need some defensive ends because Trevez Moore, another guy, and by the way, interviewed him yesterday. So if you would like to listen to that podcast, make sure that you go ahead and tune in. Trevez is a lot of fun, very entertaining guy, but he is also going to be gone next year. So you, you probably need an end, an edge rusher. You do have defensive interior depth with the addition of Colin fight linebacker. Like I said, RL Miller is coming into the program. That's going to be a nice little ad. You're losing Kyle Sully and Merlin Robertson. That's really tough. That is really, really tough. Connor Soley will be there. And outside of that, it it right now it's a who's who of trying to figure out, you know, what the, what the formation is going to be in the middle of the field. Defensive backs, I named a ton of them. There's still going to be a lot of guys. Yeah, Corey Bethley is going to be gone. Uh, Chris, Chris Edmonds, the other safety they brought in through the transfer portal, could return for 2023 if he wants to, depending on how the season goes. So, and, and same with Jordan Clark, Jordan Clark could also return next year. In fact, he might be a true sophomore, but don't quote me on that. Regardless, you have a lot of rotational guys in the backfield or the back end of the defense, I should say, until you're able to figure out what works and what doesn't work. So adding a D lineman, very, very good. Adding a linebacker, very, very good. Adding two more players to the defensive backfield good 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 you are giving yourself more darts to throw at the board right you have more opportunities it's not like with the wide receiver room right now where you really are lacking in terms of not only just proven guys but just guys in general there are not a lot of wide receivers on this roster at least none that can stand out right now. It is really the top three guys in Cam Johnson, Andre Johnson, and Brian Thompson, and a lot of uncertainty. And right now you haven't brought anyone in, so that's concerning. So as far as 2023 goes, making a quick little to-do list, you need to continue adding on to this recruiting class. Five is not enough. And you need to diversify it. You need to bring in some offensive weapons. If you can bring in a running back, outstanding. You need to bring in some receivers. You probably need some offensive linemen. Ideally, you have some quarterback competition, but there 
There's a couple guys on the roster right now whose names I'm blanking on. It's not a guarantee that all three of the quarterbacks you have going into this year are gone either. Emory Jones could be back. Borgay could be back and Tyson could be back. So you don't necessarily have a need at quarterback, but you can never have too many uh, to compete at the college level. Overall, offensively, get some wide receivers. Defensively, just continue to stack the cupboard. You probably need to get you some more linebackers right now. That's got to be a huge, huge, huge necessity for you moving forward. Other than that, I, I like what you're doing on the back end of the defense. You do need some edge rushers. You definitely need some edge rushers. So that's another need for you. Top three needs, linebacker, wide receiver, edge rusher, in no particular order. And figure out what you're doing at head coach and potentially athletic director. We need to know if we're going in a completely different direction or if we're going to continue rolling with what we got. Sometimes uh, the evil you know is better than the one you don't. So we're, the devil you know is better than the one you don't. The sun devil you know is better than the sun devil you don't. There you go. That's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this edition of the Locked on Sunables podcast, though. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. As always, remember we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you would like to check us out in a visual platform. Wherever you do get those podcasts, though, make sure that you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update every single time we post new content. Again, we are back in season, so that will be daily Monday through Friday content. Evergreen all the time. If you're on Twitter, make sure you follow me at RichieBrads36 and follow the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. If you are looking for Sun Devils content to read, go ahead and check out all Sun Devils from Fan Nation powered by Sports Illustrated as I am the deputy editor over there and also posting tons of content, including up to the minute updates. Follow that page as well at all Sun Devils. But that wraps it up for me and the Locked on Sun Devils for this edition. So until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.